0: You're listening to the ClearTrack HR Podcast, a show about employee benefits, employment law, and other topics for HR professionals. Don't forget to subscribe if you like what you hear. Now, here's our host, Zach Finney. Thank you for listening to the ClearTrack HR Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Finney. I'm very happy to introduce our guest today, Donald Rowe. Donald has been in the employee benefits industry for over 30 years. He is currently the vice president of employee benefits at Legal Club, a group legal and ID theft provider located in Sunrise, Florida, where he oversees the efforts in the group employee employee benefit marketing channel. Donald, thanks so much for joining the show today. Zach, thanks
1: very much for having me. I really appreciate it, and thanks to, to John and Heather for thinking of putting this together. This is awesome. I'm glad to
0: be here. And we're, we're glad you're here, Donald. And if you can, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself.
1: Sure. So I'm a native Floridian who actually went to college in Mercer University in Macon, Georgia. And when I got back from uh, school, like many people, uh, I was unsure of what uh, you know the, the future might hold for me. So I was back down here in South Florida and I had a friend of mine who was working for the Travelers Insurance Company in their Employee Benefits Division at the time. He was kind enough to team me up with an interview, and I interviewed with them in the late fall of 1989 and started in their group training program in January of 1990 in fabulous
0: downtown Hartford, Connecticut. And, and then what brought you into the benefit industry?
1: Well, you know, I was like I said, there was a lot of things that I, w- I was like a lot of people. I had finished undergraduate and was looking at going to graduate school, and I wasn't really sure what I, what I wanted to do. And I, I had the I had this friend of mine who's still in the insurance business today. Uh, he has a family-owned and operated brokerage in Connecticut that uh, he was doing some pretty good work for the Travelers in West Palm Beach and was making what seemed like some pretty good coin at the time. Certainly more than I was making working in retail. And uh, as I said, he got me an interview and uh, they said yes. And then I started the program and here we are.
0: And then as we mentioned before, you're the vice president of employee benefits at Legal Club. Can you tell our listeners a little bit more about who and what is Legal Club?
1: Absolutely. So we're a group legal and identity theft provider. We're based in Sunrise, Florida. Uh, We are very proud of the fact that we are agency and brokerage driven. We work through our agents, brokers, consultants, enrollment partners. Uh, We have a traditional employee benefits division. We also have an association and affinity division. But we, you know, we're aligned with our brokerage partners or our distribution partners. We don't do any direct to consumer. We're not running television ads and looking for people to enroll directly with us. Uh, We offer group legal and identity theft together and separate, mostly as a package, but we can do it standalone. Uh, We offer our programs to employer groups of 10 lives and up. And since we consider it it to be a case, if you get one app, regardless of the number of eligibles, there's there's not a lot of downside to offering our plans. Uh, Our programs offer meaningful benefits for everyday life, which is one of our taglines, because as I tell people all the time, The neat thing about our programs is that people can use them over and over again. They can use the legal portion. They can use the tax portion. They can use the ID theft portion. And to take advantage of our benefits, nobody has to get sick. Nobody has to get a dread disease. Nobody has to die. Nobody has to lose a thumb. And the employees can keep using it over
0: and over and over again. And then, so if I, correct me if I'm wrong, so Legal Club offers the group legal and Theft plan to employees as a voluntary benefit. I know when I think of voluntary benefits, my mind goes right to like an accident policy or critical illness policy. How exactly did legal offerings become part of the VB world? So that's an excellent question, Zach. So as, as things have
1: matured in the voluntary benefits world since when I many, many years ago worked at Unum uh, with John, there, where we were selling exactly what you just talked about, life insurance, critical illness, and accident plans. Uh, things have, More and more things are being offered in the workplace on a voluntary benefits basis, including our programs at Legal Club with legal and ID theft. Other benefits like lifestyle benefits. Uh, there's a lot of stuff now that's being offered around uh, wellness. There's a lot of stuff that's being offered around dependent care. There's a lot of stuff that's being offered around pet care as well so it's just part of the progression of of product. While most people will continue to share the same thought that you have, which is, well, when I think of voluntary benefits, the first thing I think about is life and, and CI and all those
0: things, then the next tier down would be legal ID and other types of products. Gotcha. So, we, you know, we think about, like you said, the the shift of thinking or just the shift of the industry as a whole as far as the the legal plans um, being a voluntary benefit what about legal offerings as far as a shift within the actual packages themselves when you're looking at just the legal side of it have you seen that well that now that, oh, yeah that's pronounced so when I first came to work at legal club in in uh, 2000
1: late, late 2005 we were selling legal we had just sort of sort of started thinking about selling ID Uh, my competitors were doing the same now almost everyone sells legal and ID together so that's you know now become like butter and toast you know that just goes together Uh, there's a lot of people who entered the ID theft business in the last 15 years there's still some of the same players in the legal business but now there's new players in the legal business as well some of them have have profited some of them not so much but the always the products continue and i think this is generally true about the employee benefits industry because i think back to the 30 years ago when i started at, at, at travelers our main product was uh, health care we had other products but our main product was healthcare, and we were selling indemnity so we were selling you know 80 20 plans that was any doctor in any hospital well that stuff is no longer available so that market has shifted the legal market continues to shift the voluntary benefits market continues to shift i think the, the employee benefits
0: business in general is always evolving and growing. And then can you expand uh, on how legal plans can benefit employees? Like how does it benefit the actual employee to participate in these plans?
1: Well, we say all the time that, you know, employees don't leave their problems in the parking lot. And and that's a true statement. Employees don't leave their par- problems in the parking lot. So what smart employers do is give them solutions to some of those challenges in the legal field, in the tax field, in the identity theft area and other areas so that they can get their employees back to work. When I was in the disability business, we used to talk a lot about you know, preventing uh, uh, presenteeism, you know, absence management, preventing presenteeism. Uh, you know, there was a great article about you know, keeping light duty from becoming a career path, et cetera. So people who, are smart employers, help their employee realize their employees are going to have these challenges and help them solve them in a quick manner so they can be, go back to becoming productive employees. You know, and I, I tell people all the time that we have, you know, products that are, are available on a, on a payroll deduction basis for relatively low monthly or week, biweekly costs that give people access to assist, assist to assistance.
0: And parts of the legal system that they might not otherwise have encounters with. And then, why might an employee opt for a legal plan versus having their own attorney? Well, Zach, I can tell you that the great
1: majority of my folks that we we interact with, uh, they don't have a relationship with the legal system. Matter of fact, what little relationship they have with the legal system. And I've got my fingers up here for quotes for the word system has probably been bad, and if it's the criminal justice part of the system, then almost assuredly has been bad. You know, I tell people all the time. I I write a lot of hospitals, but I don't get the head of oncology in in my plan. I get Dave from food service who has his name on his on his shirt. I I get Janet from environmental services. I get those folks, and what we give them for a relatively low per pay period cost is access to free and discounted legal care an opportunity to have a free tax plan tax return done federal and where applicable state every once once a year for their household and protection against ID theft because I think everybody's come to realize now the whole thing with ID theft is not it's not no longer a question of if it's now just a question of when and how how prepared
0: are you going to be when it's your turn in the box you know that's the truth I mean and so What about group legal re-enrollment? How does that work? Well, I tell all my partners all the time. I say, listen,
1: guys, don't lose money on a re-enrollment. All my partners in the enrollment business, don't lose money on a re-enrollment. The client expects the same level of service that you gave them in previous years. They want to make sure that, you know, their people are getting educated. They want the same level of touch. So you need something new to talk about. Okay, so you need something new to build excitement in the not so much in my plan but in the process and the event itself so that makes us legal club a great uh, add-on for let's i like to call them mature cases which we'll define as anything in the second or third year or beyond where the client expects education the client wants people to go onto the onto the portal and you know look at their benefits the client wants them to be educated about things and notice the changes maybe subtle maybe big on other parts of the benefit portfolio and to do that you need to have something that's going to a draw the employee's attention to the process and b generate some revenue for our partners who are paying for the ben admin or you know the the call center or the face to face whatever it may be and so i tell my partners all the time i say let's introduce legal This is something that touches every aspect of people's lives, legal, tax, and ID. All three are basically unavoidable in modern society. You're always going to have interactions with the legal system. You're always going to have to file tax returns because they're not optional. And what I already said about ID, it's no longer a question of if or when. And we can use that to build excitement about the process and generate revenue.
0: And then when when you say as far as with identity theft, it's either – It's not really if, it's when. I mean, it it seems to be a constant growing problem, especially with COVID-19. I mean, can you speak to any trends you're seeing?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. COVID-19 and the large amount of people staying at home and working from home using unsecure uh, methodologies to log on to their home, from home to their, you know, uh, mainframes at the office or engaging in, you know, using... You know, Wi-Fi's are unprotected, and so on and so forth. Plus, you know, like I always say, if all those folks out there who are so busy thinking about all these ways to steal had spent even half as much time thinking about ways to make things better, we'd have a much better society. Because it's amazing what these folks will go through and what they'll come up with to figure out ways to steal. But if they de- if they devoted half that energy to something more productive, we'd live in a better world. And we definitely have seen a spike in ID around COVID. There's no question about it.
0: And so when we're thinking about the 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 up uptick in the identity theft uh, instances that are happening and Legal Club offering I- identity theft protection as a voluntary benefit, what exactly does that mean? What does identity theft protection give uh, uh, an individual?
1: So you, you can find out more about all the things that we've been talking about today, by the way, um, on our website, legalclub.com. Our programs focus on a couple of different parts of the identity theft spectrum. So we we focus on prevention with things like a VPN to keep people from looking at what you're looking at on the internet. We focus on restoration, which is really the most important part, and then insurance. So to go ahead and break those back down, we'll go back to to prevention, we've got the VPN, we've got monitoring, we've got credit monitoring, we've got cyberbullying for people who are worried about their kids being cyberbullied on social media. So those things are all designed to help thwart as best as possible or alert us quickly, alert the member quickly to the fact that they may have been a victim because it's a proven fact that the quicker you address the situation, the quicker the resolution will come about. So then we've got the restoration, and I've always felt that that's the most important part of the process that we, of the product that we offer because, you know, people say to me all the time, Donald, I got some rider on my homeowner's insurance and everything else. And I say, well, let me tell you what you really got. You got an 800 number that's going to lead you to a call center that's going to be some lonely voice on a faraway phone who's going to direct you to an FTC website, tell you to download a couple pieces of, of information, fill them out and send them off and wish you the very best of luck. So what we do instead is we when we have our members are, have I, are compromised and have identity theft situations, they contact us and we get them to sign a limited power of attorney so that we can do the restoration for them. And when I'm talking in a finalist presentation to a decision maker, I once again talk about absence management for pre- preventing presenteeism, getting John and Susan and, and Steve and so on and so forth back to work and not fooling around with their identity theft problem during company time on company resource. And when I talk to an end user, like a consumer in an enrollment meeting at a hospital or other client, I talk to them about convenience. I say, imagine if you had to do all this stuff yourself, well, we'll do it for you. And then the last part is insurance. We have a, a real insurance policy, not a service guarantee, with a real insurance company with a policy number. And although actual payouts on insurance are very rare because if you do the restoration right, there's no loss and, and you know there's nothing to pay, uh, our contract is very generous with a zero dollar deductible and includes coverage for things like lost wages and uh,
0: and other things that are really nice. It's a very generous contract. So Donald, it it sounds like legal and identity theft uh, has really come into its own in recent years. What do you think we can anticipate as far as into 2021? Are you expecting any different trends, um, any changes? What's your forecast for this year?
1: Well, we we think that 21 is still going to be a little bit rocky as we're off to kind of a rocky start in the post-COVID. But as things clear up, we anticipate continued interest in legal and ID theft products and continued interest in voluntary products in general, because I think a lot of people are more sensitive about their benefits than they were maybe 24 months ago, because at some point or another, their benefits may have been in danger. And we were already experiencing a significant ramp up year over year in RFP traffic, sole cases, greater enrollment, so on and so forth in our products as more people have become aware of them. So once again, when I started in the employee benefits business 30 years ago this month, there was some group legal, but very little. There was no ID. No one had thought of ever offering someone an opportunity to get a free tax return. That was, you know, that that wasn't around. And, you know, lots of programs that are around and are now very mainstream, like ours today, weren't around 20 years ago. So every year I think there'll be continued to be innovation and growth and, and our business is a, is a business that experiences a lot of change. It's not, uh, you know, something that just rolls along every year unchanged. Uh, The core principles remain pretty solid, but there's a lot of room for innovation in the employee benefits business.
0: That's for sure. Couldn't agree more. And and Donna, we really appreciate you taking the time to uh, come on the podcast with with us. This has been great information Uh, as a tradition on our podcast. We'd love to dig into the expertise of our guests. But after that, we feel the best way to get to know somebody. I mean, scientifically proven, I think, is just random questions that we ask. Are you okay with going through some random questions sure awesome they're 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 some pretty easy it won't be too bad let's see here we'll start with it what is your favorite meal well you know i gotta tell you i am a native
1: floridian so i like fresh caught fish that i caught myself or my friends and i
0: caught my ourselves stone crabs lobster but there's always room for a good filet mignon oh man i'm Got to come to your house. All right. So what is your favorite TV series of all time? Cheers.
1: That was the funniest television show there ever was. Thursday night, 9
0: p.m. on NBC. Where everybody knows your name, right? Correct. So let's see. If you could go back in time and see any musician live, front row, who would it be? Frank Sinatra good choice, okay I'm going to just give you a,
1: a they, uh, circa nineteen sixty six Sinatra at the sands. I'd love
0: to be there oh when man. that when you get that, the location and that, everything. that album was made
1: well nice. that's the, it, I tell people all the time if you're only going to own one frank Sinatra album, that's the one to own Sinatra at the sands october nineteen
0: sixty six I will be adding that to my playlist because I'm definitely a Sinatra fan as well. I want to give you just a, a like two choices. You tell me which is, what's your preference or which is better, okay? Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. 80s or 90s? That's
1: a tough one. I had some good times in both decades.
0: <laughs> so we'll do a hard pass on that one? I'll split the difference with you, and I'll tell you from 85 to 95. <laughs> there we go. That works. All right. What about beach or mountains? Beach. Prefer a night out or a
1: night in? Um. Uh, now that I'm a little older, I'm leaning more towards the night nights in. We get a one one night out a week now.
0: Yep. My my. Uh, Soon-to-be two-year-old has now convinced me into night ends as well, but that's just because I'm so tired. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, remote work or in-office work? In-office. And then would you rather have the power of invisibility or flight? Invisibility. What was your favorite subject in high school? History. And is is that still a big interest of yours as far as history goes? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So if you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would those three people be? I've
1: always been fascinated by United States history, so I I would certainly welcome the opportunity to, to have dinner with Abe Lincoln. I've always been fascinated by European history, so that would probably be Queen Victoria. And I've always been fascinated by uh, the age of exploration. So maybe Francis Drake or one of the great explorers uh, who uh, sailed out, uh, Christopher Columbus, you know, guys who went out over there over the horizon who didn't really know what was
0: going to happen, but they took the chance and they did it anyway. Great answer. And with you being a history buff, so say if you could add any person on Mount Rushmore, who would you add? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan. And then, Donald, the last question, I consider it the most important question, or at least I get the most interest out of this because it always gives me new things to watch. What is the best movie of all time? Casablanca. Great answer. Donald, I really appreciate you coming and joining the podcast, Uh, learned a ton. Uh, Thank you, and thank you, Donald, and thank you to Legal Club. For more information on Donald and Legal Club, you can go to LegalClub.com, or you can also find us in our show notes. Donald, thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you come back again sometime. Thank you so very much, Zach, and thanks again to John and Heather and all the good people at Cleartrack, and I appreciate you all taking time to talk with me today. Have a great new year. Awesome, and thank you to our listeners. You can find all things podcasts at cleartrackhr.com slash podcasts. I'm your host, Zach Finney, for Donna Rowe. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you again real soon.